1: Hello, World Forest Focus, no game this weekend, but plenty just to discuss, most notably the future of Aurel Mangala at Nottingham Forest, with clubs in Italy linked with his signature. We'll discuss that, more transfer news, and take a few of your questions in the company of, first of all, Reds fan Emily Anderson. Emily, good evening, Are you well?
0: Good evening, happy Friday, yeah, all oh, good. I've had some pizzas, so but I'm happy, oh, and a glass of wine, but don't worry, I'm I'm fine.
1: Yeah, not too much wine, yeah, we'll be oh, all right. a glass, we'll
0: it like, doesn't touch the sides, don't even worry about
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, second guest this evening is Greg Mitchell. Greg, are you well? Yeah, three minutes late. That's almost on time, isn't it, for us? So, doing well. Good stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all right to be fashionably late, I think. Michael Dawson was early the other day when I spoke to him. Check that out if you haven't seen it. And he uh, he said, if you're on time, you're late, which I think is a footballer's <laughs> mentality around training. Although Prutz is always, like, late, basically, <laughs> So it didn't didn't expand to everyone. Uh, right, uh, we'll. Uh, what should I start with? I'll start with just uh, mentioning channel membership because you can now sign up to be a member and support the channel. Uh, we launched that this evening about five o'clock and already had some people signed up. So thanks to the likes of uh, Ant, John, Ed, Ian, Dave, Random P YouTube name, Mark, Jimmy, uh, D Minor. Paul, Sally, Greg, not you, Greg, Greg Oram, of course, Sean Jones, Jackie Howarth, Damon Hazel, Paul Bakewell, and anyone else who signs up after this, uh, very much appreciate your support. You can uh, press join on the homepage of the channel and uh, lend us your support. Uh, Right, let's kick off with Mangala. Emily reports that uh, Juventus and Napoli uh, in Syria are keen on him and also Galatasaray. Uh, it was all about a permanent deal, but in the last half hour or so, reports in Italy that Napoli want to take him on loan. We can get into the intricacies uh, of the deal shortly, but what are your initial initial thoughts on the prospect of him potentially leaving?
0: Initially, really shocked. I mean, it wasn't even in my thinking that Mangala could be a player that that is going to be leaving the club in the January transfer window or even in the summer because he's been such an integral part of the team since he joined us in July 2022, and particularly this year, I'd say he's been our most consistent player. And we, we were already talking about him as a potential player of the season. Um, but unfortunately, since Nuno's um, started, I know it's only been a couple of games, but he's, he's not featured. And whether he's he, he doesn't fit into Nuno's plans or is there another reason why, why he wants to or needs to go? Um, I guess... For the player, it could potentially be a good move, Um, and I think out of all the positions that we've got at the club, we we are really well stocked with midfielders, aren't we? So it wouldn't be the end of the world if he goes, but I I just think he brings so much to the team that I'm just really surprised. I'm really surprised that, yeah, that we're talking about a potential Mangala exit because, like I say, he he's someone that, yeah, God, why why would we want to get rid of him? But but maybe there's there's stuff we don't know.
1: What's your initial take on it, Greg? It does seem surprising. I, we asked while Stocks in midfield, but he's been so good this season, it would, would would have come as a shock, I guess. Yeah, I mean, he's Mr Steady, isn't he? It's
2: that player that you you rarely talk about because he always does a decent job. Um, yeah, it's a real surprise. Whether we're firefighting a bit with financial fair play or, like you say, the player might be interested. It's funny how Italy seems to be the main place where all the rumours and all the stories are coming from. So there might be something in, in it there. But it's just it'd be a real shame to see him go. But at the end of the day, if Nuno doesn't fancy him for whatever reason, uh, then, you know, let him play football and get us some money. But that's the thing. I, I don't understand the loan thing. We like we we need money. We need money in the bank, don't we, to be able to to continue and try and work around this whole ridiculous financial fair play thing. So if he does go, for me,
1: it has to be a sale, surely. Mm. Uh, let's have a look at a few comments. Uh, Ed says, uh, Shane's move on, but always, what's TPTB stand for? Let's uh, know that. Uh, that's kids. no way. <laughs> uh, we have to, uh, players make choice, we have to understand it. Yeah. Um, the chance to move to napoli or juve he might want to leave and it's hard to keep a player against their wishes yeah i mean his, his head certainly could have been turned by the prospect of moving to a club that big but forest must have given them some encouragement that they'd be willing to sell as well uh what else let's have a look at a couple more um uh, gregor and bonkers let Mangala go do we have to trust the process what would it, i mean it's the loan thing emily isn't it i guess mm. if it let's assume that the, this loan report's accurate and it's only one report it could be like a loan to buy like chris mm. Wood. that's what buy.
0: i thought yeah i thought it must be something like loan with an option or an obligation to buy i wonder whether napoli or juventus or whoever's looking at him, is, 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 do we know which team's looking at them for a loan i've not actually seen the report napoli Napoli, maybe they just want to literally try before they buy, just check that he he fits into their plans. And actually, you know, you were talking about it just then. I guess from Mangala's point of view, it's quite an attractive prospect, isn't it, to go to Napoli, who are in the Champions League, you know. Mm. Last season particularly, they had such a great season, didn't they, in Serie So you can understand why his head may have been turned. And I wonder whether, you know, there were there were musings or whisperings that actually maybe he wasn't part of Nuno's squad so maybe he he sought out, he, he might have sought something out through his agent. You just don't know. But um the the loan, the loan scenario feels odd to me from Forrest's point of view because for us it'll be about balancing the books, won't it? Um, I guess it takes him off our wage bill for the rest of the season. But you'd hope there'd be some sort of obligation to buy a clause at the end of it if, if that was to happen.
1: Yeah, we don't know the timeline of it, do we, really? It could be Mm. like um, someone said to Nuno higher up in the club, oh, this player might be leaving. Nuno thought, I'm going to have a look at others. And that's why Or it might be he's not playing and the interest has come. And he thought, well, I'm not playing. So, you know, I could go play in the Champions League. Mm. So we don't know on that front yet. I mean, the reports, Greg, around a permanent deal were saying around 25 million euros, which is 21 million quid. We paid twelve point seven five million for him, I think, and he's got two years left on his contract. Does twenty one million quid feel a little light, or is that about market value now? I'd I'd imagine
2: it's probably about right. You know, you get an extra ten million in the in the pockets or what have you. But for me, it just because it's so soon into Nuno's tenure, you'd think the club and him will be on the same page this early on. So it must be a, a him decision. It must be a you know this player isn't my kind of player type of thing and let's let's see if we can get any money for him because as good as our squad's done over the past year there's not many that are, are going to create an income for us to be able to to buy further there'll be a player in his mind that can do a better job for him i'd hope so and that's why mm-hmm. he's gone this way but it it must be a new nod it must be a green
1: light from him for this mm-hmm. to happen yeah, you'd hope so. You'd hope so. Uh, thanks to Red Dog Cooks for signing up for membership as well. Midstream, I should uh, give people a shout if they do sign up during the streams. What does it mean on the pitch, Emily, if he does go? Because, like you said at the top, we are well stocked. We've got you know Sangare's away, but we've still got Yates and Danilo. We've got Dominguez who can play in there. Tech Coyate to come back as well. It's probably the one area of the pitch where you can see someone go. So, what? How much of an impact would it have for us?
0: I think it would make an impact in the fact that, like Greg said, he's our steady Eddie that we don't have to talk about because he's so consistent, but he's also a ball player, isn't it? If you think about some of those runs through he's made, particularly um, in sort of the end of, of Cooper's tenure, he kind of does a job without us knowing. And I guess that is his role, isn't it? As a, as a, as a relatively defensive midfielder, um, I, I <laughs> I think we would miss him. I I guess I'm just sort of still in a bit of shock that he could potentially be going, but I just think that clearly there are other players that that, um, Nuno thinks could maybe bridge that gap. I mean, um, he's he's favoured Yates, um, hasn't he, as a a starter for us? Um, And there are plenty of others that could fit in there because the the ideal is to bring in, obviously, Sangari and Dominguez and then probably one other. But... um, yeah, I think we'll be okay. I think it's it's yeah, I think we'd be fine. I, I because like I say, midfield's an area where we seem relatively okay, but are we are we gonna miss that steady Eddie? Are we suddenly not gonna be robust at the back and you know, have someone that can pick up those balls and, and make those what are known as simple passes, but really vital passes in a game. Um We've we've done all right with him the last few games though, haven't we? Because he didn't feature against Newcastle and Manchester United. And they were two games where we, you know, obviously we came out on top, but we also played some good football and we played some good attacking football. So I guess if you look at those last two games, that's proof that that we can do okay without him.
1: I thought he'd be one of the first names on the team sheet, to be honest, mm. when Nuno came in. Because you look at how, I've said this before, how he played with Neves and Matinho at Wolves as players who were good on the ball. Mangala fits it really well. Obviously, we've got Sangare who could, uh, well, could do that role really well. But against Blackpool, when you've got Ryan Yates coming to fetch the ball off defenders and Danilo's, but he was loose on the ball against Blackpool, mm. yeah, it didn't, uh, I don't, it didn't fill me with too much confidence. That, but yeah, I thought there'd be a role for him. What do you think about our midfield, Greg? If he goes,
2: uh, we've still got midfield's probably the place where we're most stacked. We've got the most options in midfield, and he's he must be seeing a different way to play that doesn't feature Mangala. And like Emily said, we've we've played two without him already. It's you know it's not the biggest shock as if it was a Gibbs White or someone like that. It's it's bad. I'd rather keep him, but if we're going to get an income, this is just how football's going to be, isn't it? It's how we're going to have to continue to to progress in the Premier League. We're going to have to sell or we're going to be ending up with points deductions every year and it's just not sustainable. So, unfortunately, they probably looked at the squad and said, who can get us money? Who's willing to move on? And he must have been earmarked. Um, but the midfield the midfield will be fine. It's already proven it's been fine without him the last couple of games. So, it is, it is the area of the pitch, I think, we can afford to let someone go. And it, I just, I don't want him to leave. And he, he's always the ones with the good songs, isn't it? But um, I just think if it is going to have to be someone, then maybe maybe he is the
1: uh, sacrificial lamb as such. Uh, thanks from people signing up as members of joining the streams. Great. Thanks to Jack and thanks to Jessica for uh, signing up. Really appreciate that. Like Greg says, Emily, I suppose if we sell Mangala and then don't have to sell a Morgan Gibbs White, who is kind of essential and really hard to replace uh, in the summer. Then it then it does sit a lot a lot more comfortably, I guess, doesn't it? We it's one where we just don't know the story behind it massively.
0: Yeah, I think I think it's, it, 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 to us fans, it's it's come out of the blue, hasn't it? it there there have been no sort of whisperings about it. So I'd say for us, it's not it's more it's more about the shock that it, that we didn't know rather than the, the impact it could potentially have. Um, if we were talking about Morgan Gibbs White potentially going now, I think we'd, mm. we'd all be having a very different conversation because. A Morgan Gibbs White type player isn't a player that you can just pick up or just slot someone else into his position, and you know we know that we know what he offers. Um, I think, I think so. So, so for me, it's just the the, the fact that it's such a surprise that I, I didn't see it coming. But, but essentially, yes, it, if it takes the pressure off as selling a Morgan Gibbs White or a Taiwo or Onyee, then I'm here for it, quite frankly, because again, you know, when fit, Taiwo's a striker that most clubs are going to want to have in their team because we again we know what he offers so if we can hang on to, to players like that then you know I'd, like Greg said I don't want Mangala to leave but if, if he's the one that's got to go so be it we we will we'll will be fine without him
1: is it the Premier League reality then Greg as long as we don't sell four or five players or even you know three players if we sell one player this window and one in the summer is that the market that you have to operate in, like other clubs of our size have done for so long. It's becoming like that, isn't it? Brighton, Brentford, they,
2: they're your perfect examples of how you stay in the Premier League, it seems. And as soon as a player reaches an amount, no matter how good they are, they let them go, don't they? It's just a, a buying and selling, like I said, I think the previous episode, it's getting to the point where your accountant's as important as your best striker. So we must be looking at it like that and looking at it and how we're going to sustain this Premier League run. Um, like I say, I just don't, I do not want him to go. He's been an absolutely brilliant player for us, the steady one, like absolutely really good. But I just think that it looks like either he. I mean, we don't know, do we? It might be him pushing it. It might be his agent pushing it. It's exciting being in offered to a champions league club isn't it but i don't know we'll see it might be nothing it might be paper talk
1: <laughs> did you hear my daughter shouting then
0: yeah yeah and no. there's a classic mum i thought it was me i was about to go shut no. up <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: what i thought as well yeah yeah <laughs> um th- uh where were we oh yeah um thanks to james for signing up as well and mark and mark mentions here um So this is the frustration, I guess, Emily. We need to be selling fringe players, not first team players. Like We have wasted quite a lot of money. And really, if we're selling a player, it's only cancelling out a transfer that's failed in effect, which does great on people, I guess.
0: Yeah, I get that. But I guess from the club's point of view, it's really hard to sell fringe players that aren't playing week in, week out. So why are clubs going to suddenly want a player that's sat on our bench or not even making the first team squad of a match day? Um, they're going to be looking at the likes of Mangala. I think maybe we, it's such a cliche to say this, but we kind of have to trust the process, i.e. there might be fringe players that are going to go out to other clubs later in the transfer window. This is just the first big one, I think, that, that we've all come across. But yeah, I mean, you know, how many times have we said it? You know, with our, our massively inflated squad, we've got players that we need to get rid of. I just think we need to be patient. And actually maybe Mangala is the, the big money transfer that maybe we need to make, Um make in January um but yeah it's it is really frustrating but then I can also see why it would be really hard to um to attract maybe some interest from players that aren't featuring at all for us that aren't even like if say aren't even making our matchday squad
1: yeah yeah I mean it does feel someone in the comments so I can't remember who it was it feels like more than paper talk because it's quite reliable so uh, so mm. it's the guy who first broke it was is it Florian Pettenberg from Sky yeah, Germany. Yeah. And he's on top of uh mm. transfer, especially obviously Mangala played in Germany. So it does feel legit. I guess we have to wait and see the terms of the deal if he does go and hope it's not hope we get a good deal out of it. You know, get a good fee if he does move on, certainly. Right, let's give a plug for our sponsors. As always the Trent Navigation and I always give out these you know short chatty plugs. So uh here's a video that shows what they're all about if you haven't been down there. So watch this and we'll be back in precisely 17 seconds. Uh, very good for YouTube, not so good for audio. So I appreciate people's patience there. But it did look good and it shows how good the nav is. So uh, get down there. And uh, if you are listening on audio and you missed that, then I'll give a second very quick plug. So I've got loads of these cool graphics now. Uh, You can get uh, Sunday roasts on a Sunday, obviously, uh, with locally sourced meat for good prices, good food. I'm almost sounding slightly professional doing these plugs now after doing them for so long. So, uh, yeah, get down and and support them because they uh, support us so well. Right, let's move on to a different topic and we'll see how Mangala pans out in the next few days. Uh, One player linked with us who could potentially come in is Shay Adams again linked? Going back to all the way back to last summer when we came up. I think he's out of contract in the summer at Southampton. Greg, we do need a striker potentially. Would it fit in for you, or should we aim be aiming a bit higher? It's a saying some money, doesn't it?
2: Yeah, it just depends where where we are with things, doesn't it? With, that's probably why Mangala is having to go to bring in a, a striker, which is critical. Um, it's one of them you can't really judge until you see. He has got a, a decent scoring record. I know Southampton struggled like anything, didn't he, last season? He still scored some goals. He's, what, late 20s, 27, 28. So, um yeah, it, it could work. It just depends how much we're willing to pay again. When do you say the contract runs out? End of this season. So in the summer.
1: Yeah, yeah. In so it's, summer, it's
2: not yeah. going to be big money, is it? It's not going to be big risk. Uh, Southampton wouldn't have been paying, you know, extortionate wages. So maybe that is the kind of player that's going to have to come in now for the next few transfer windows, just till we uh, steady the
1: ship with all the finances. Uh, he's 27, so he is in his peak years. Mm. He he's played for his country, Emily. He's got mm. um, this a championship this season, six goals and two assists in 22 appearances. Obviously not. I don't think all of those are starts. He's one of these players who's done well in fits and starts in the Premier League and he has the experience. So what would you think about it, Emily?
0: When I first heard his name mentioned, I I must admit I was a bit meh. But you you sort of look into him actually and you think he is is proven in the Premier League because he he scored some goals for Southampton and that was a a very weak Southampton in the Premier League as well, but he was still scoring goals. Of course, he probably had James Ward-Prowse to help him um, with that. Um, and he's having an okay season in the championship this season as well. Um, I don't think we'd be paying extortionate money for him. So I don't feel like it would be a huge, a huge risk um, because his contract's going to run out. So that, that will help with the money side of things. Um, I think he likes to play the long ball, doesn't he? So he likes to run onto balls um, and that might work with Murillo. Murillo loves playing that crossfield long ball, doesn't he? So maybe that will work. Um, I think I would I would be happy if we signed him. He would be a great backup to Taiwo, I think, and probably a, a similar probably similar level to Chris Wood. I would probably say, obviously nowhere near the likes of Taiwo, um, but I think there's competition from Wolves and Crystal Palace. So I I think we've been linked with him before. So I, whether we you know whether we get him or not, I'd, I'd be happy either way. Um, and I think at the moment, with the current financial state of things, you said about aiming higher, but I think we've just got to get what we can get at the moment. Um, and it, you know, if if Nuno sees him as a, as a potential um, extra striker, then then great.
1: Mm, I just someone said about Fabrizio Romano tweeting about it. I can't see anything, but it does say uh, Renan Lodi going to Saudi Arabia for mm, twenty million. I
0: have seen that. Yeah, I saw that before. Um, just before we popped on, i was really surprised by that actually. Um hmm. things not going well at Olympic Well Say then.
1: No, no. Feels like a well
0: such a shame, a isn't it? It feels like a waste yeah. of a
1: player's career at that age if they go to Saudi. Really,
0: <laughs> really, yeah, really. Um, because you know, I was I was gutted when he left actually, because he had such a great season with us, and I thought maybe for him he was moving on to 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 better things. But yeah, I saw um Fabrizio Romano tweeting that, which normally means it's happening, doesn't it?
1: Mm, yeah, true. I think this is more of a tentative link around Adams at this stage, but we are interested in sort of a striker, which leads into a question we had on Twitter from Michael Cooper. who's a regular listener. What's more of a priority, Greg? Uh, and I'll ask Emily as well, goalkeeper, striker or winger? He asked for two names in each position. But that's really tough. But if you've got any names that spring to mind, any priority around what, we, what you think we need January, let us know.
2: Uh, It'll be a goalkeeper for me. And I think we'll we'll head the loan market for a goalie. It's worked for us previously, hasn't it? And um, I think to to get the quality required to keep you in the Premier League, we probably can't afford that top 20 goalkeeper at the minute. But there's some very, very good teams with two or three good goalkeepers. And maybe we have to beg and borrow that way to get one, which has worked in the past, doesn't it? Because we're certainly not going to be able to get a Samba back through the door or Hendo's obviously gone. I think Navas is the answer. So I know this one isn't really a possibility, but a, a player of the likes of Ramsdale would be like ideal for us. Um, so, yeah, the goalkeeper's the priority. And then for me, obviously, <laughs> striker. I, do, I know the comments disagreed with me mainly, but I do think Hamid Field's OK, even without Mangala. I don't think that's the issue.
1: Yeah, it's funny, like that. No one's saying we need to sign a midfielder, even if we sell Mangala. Mm. Those are the three, I guess. I mean, obviously, Emily will find out more around this on Monday around FFP mm. charges and any news around that. So that would certainly qualify any conversation. And we don't know about Anthony Alanga's fitness properly yet. Uh, if he's out for any period of time, that's a big problem. But what about mm. you, goalkeeper, striker, or winger, and any associated names?
0: I think it would have to be a goalkeeper again. I, I should try and be different, but that's where we need to um, get a player in. We've got four goalkeepers, haven't we? Paul Vass, Hennessy, um, Taylor, and Blakodamos. And out of those four, I, I, I just don't feel comfortable. I feel like at the moment, uh, the goalkeeper is our Achilles heel. It's our weak point. Um, and in the Premier League, you need you need you need someone between the sticks that you, you know you can trust. Um and yeah, in an ideal world, let's take Ramsdale for the rest of the season, but I don't think Arsenal would be interested in that. And, and you know, that's for me a bit pie in the sky. I know they're looking at Jose Sarr, weren't they? Potentially being reunited with Nuno. Um but yeah, I just I think we'd need a proper name and a and a goalkeeper that is proven in the Premier League. I, I, I wouldn't see it as being enough of a risk to bring someone in, say from a European club or or elsewhere that hasn't played in the Premier League. We need someone a bit like, um, I guess, a bit like Kalon Navas last season. I know earlier on over Christmas, there was talk of him coming. But again, he's injury prone. He's not really played this season and he's, he's obviously getting on a bit. Um, but yeah, goalkeeper for me, because we've seen from, you know, from the other end of the pitch, we can score goals and we can score goals without Taiwo. So, um, yes, I would love to get a striker in, but my priority, if we were only allowed to sign in one position, it would certainly be a goalkeeper.
1: I'd, yeah, it's a bit boring, is I'd say goalie as well, because if mm. we're right and Taiwo's not a million miles away from coming back, then that would you know, certainly make our attack stronger and give us a different option. Um, and Origi's still there as well. You can't discount him. Uh, and hudson Adoy's doing well, Dominguez. Got an eye for goal and can break forward so yeah langer is a bit of a concern if he is out for a while mm-hmm. but people mentioned ramsdale you mentioned jose sar um fergus mentions sam johnston who i guess is number yeah. two now at palace so there might be a few names floating about but even if money's tight then as greg says i think the loan market is probably the one that you uh you would exploit people are discussing patrick bamford has he been linked particularly? Yeah, after that, as soon as he scored that
2: wonder goal <laughs> in the week, I thought, here we go. And it was. It was all over the timeline. He's got such a strong connection to this club, hasn't he? You know, in mm. years mm. gone past, and when we sold him, that helped us massively. And, hes you know, hes, he's I think he was Nigel Dowd, his godson, wasn't he? And he, he, you could tell he still loves this club. So has the time passed for Patrick Bamford, though? I'd say maybe for us. Mm. Um, but if he was announced next week it it would make me smile anyway i'd love i'd love to see him back in a forest shirt but not
1: sure whether it'd be the the wisest move no he's I mean, he's got two goals for Leeds this season one mm. was an absolute worldie at the weekend and the other one was in the previous game so he's he's got two in two if you take it that way i think he still lives in nottingham i'm not sure or uh, in and around the area with his family but yeah uh he's been very struggled with injuries a lot and confidence so uh we shall see. Um, it sort of leads on to another topic around size of the squad we were discussing. Um, lone players coming back. Uh, Huang Joe, another striker, has come back from Norwich. Uh, he's injured. Alex Martin's come back from playing in Belgium or not playing too much. He's only started two games out there. Jonathan Panzo's at Cardiff but not really playing, so he might go somewhere else. Emmanuel Dennis is in Turkey but not really playing or doing a lot, so he might go somewhere else. Mm-hmm i don't know emily it just shows it just highlights bad business really to me like why we signed Wang y joe I've, I've never understood that one uh, i don't know is it stating the obvious <laughs> we've got a problem with squad size and having players come back only emphasize it doesn't it
0: yeah and um of those names you all listed there's no one that you think oh yeah they could slot they could mm. slot into our squad um mighton's one that's I mean, he's still relatively young, isn't he? But he's one that I've always, I always liked him. You know, when he, he came on for cameos in the championship and he he was really great bombing down that wing. Um, So maybe he just needs a bit more time. But Emmanuel Dennis was a huge disappointment. When he signed, I was really excited thinking, oh yeah, great, we've got a goal scorer. And then he's played, what, a handful of times for this um, in Turkey and he's not scored a goal. He's still not scored a goal all season. And that's pretty shocking, isn't it? When you're a striker. Um, And I think Jonathan Panzo is linked with a move back to Coventry, isn't he? So he could, Mm. I think he did all right there before. So, you know, maybe that's a a good move for him. Um, But yeah, it's, it it does. You're right with, with these loan players coming back or moving on to potentially different loans. It just shows you, doesn't it? These fringe players that we were talking about, why can't we sell these fringe players? These are great examples of that, that actually, if we could get them off our books, that would really, really help because, um, you know, with, you said Wang and Maiten are back on our books now, aren't they? And I don't see them anywhere near our first-team squad.
1: Yeah, M- M- Maiten's a bit of a shame, Greg, isn't he, really? Because he was mm. bright, but he mm. never got the opportunities to start games. And it feels like he stalled a bit now. we probably progressed beyond him as where, he, where he's at present, mm. do you
2: think? Yeah, I was just about to say he's a victim of our success, isn't he? He'd have been in our championship squad, no doubt at all. Is His raw pace, you know, the way he could get move that ball, it just... Really really good but he hasn't been, well he hasn't been given the opportunity to quit it in the Premier League and that's probably for good reason and he'll be a fantastic player for someone in the championship i'm certain i think he's the lowest paid player in the Premier League as well when all that came out so you know he'd be a great buy for someone and it'd probably get him a pay rise even if he, he dropped down a level but um yeah he, he's he's not going to be featuring for us this season i'd be amazed if he was the answer.
1: Is there any way back for any of those other plays you mentioned, Emily? I suppose I'm thinking of Emmanuel Dennis. We've discussed this briefly, but can you see any scenario where he comes back into the side?
0: The only I suppose the only difference is we have a different manager at the helm, don't we? So could Nuno get a tune out of Emmanuel Dennis? Maybe. Um, you know, he'll he'll know what Emmanuel Dennis's strengths and weaknesses are. So maybe if he sees something in him, he might bring him back and, and be the Emmanuel Dennis that was firing those goals um in for Watford. Um doesn't fill me with hope. you know, if you were to tell me that Emmanuel Dennis was coming back to us, I you know I, I just think a lot all those players that we've mentioned, you know, we are, I think we've moved on, I think we've moved on from them um and I think that, yeah, I don't I don't see a way back. I'm trying to think positive here, but I just don't see a way back for any of them into our squad. The way that you know we're looking up, we're not we're not looking down. So, like you say, if we were in the championship, then they'd probably feature. But I think um, we have moved on through a few transfer windows, whereby we've got better players um, available.
1: Yeah, I was trying to think: there's anyone who's out on loan that could come back? The the only name really, and it's even that's a big long shot is Omar Richards if he gets a big yeah. run of games for Olympiakos. But then we've got. Toffalo and um, Olerena, if we extend Olerena's contract, then it feels like he's not really uh, needed as well. Right, Uh, if anyone's got any questions for the next 10 minutes or so, drop them in. There's a couple more we'll go through in the meantime uh, before we depart they have been submitted on Twitter. If you've got any, drop them in and we'll wade through them for five or 10 minutes or so. Uh, I can field one from Adrian Warren. Uh, possibly a daft question, but if, Ff- if FFP is for three years past, what's us to stop? What's to stop us buying big before the judgment is passed? You can't really do that, Asian, because it's a rolling annual thing. So if you buy big in one window, you're screwing yourself for the next one. That's the type so. of thing I'd do. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I'd do. Yeah, chuckle. It's like it's,
0: it's like spending all your wages on payday, isn't it? And then not being able to pay your electric bill. It's yeah, kind it's of like, like that.
1: Living in January. <laughs> yeah. Kids can't have everything they want for Christmas or you end up eating tins of beans for a long time. I hope that isn't what happens to Forrest, but we'll find out a bit more on Monday, certainly. Uh, one from Simon Morgan, um, cup replays during a break in the games, does their value outweigh their inconvenience? I suppose the question is, are we are we saying cup replays should be a, abolished now, Greg? What do you think? I
2: think this one's going to do us a favour. I think Nuno gets another game to set up for the Brentford one. and and i think we'll see a stronger performance at brentford because of it um i don't think you can abolish replays and i wouldn't want to because the beauty of the FA cup is seeing a, a a lower league national league side make millions of pounds because they've drew man united away and that's the yeah. the beauty of the cup and it shouldn't be changed maybe in the later rounds it, it's you know a fifth round or something that's it no replays. Um, but no, not in the third and fourth round. It, it is what it is and it can save a club. So I'd hate to see that go. But whilst you've got your peps and all them saying they should be, I'd be in no doubt that it probably will come in eventually.
1: Yeah, I'd still keep them. I think it's a bit snobbish mm. of us as a Premier yeah. League club currently. To yeah, it's say, very oh, elitist.
0: Yeah, it's really yeah. elitist, isn't it? To think that, you know, just because it's an inconvenience to us, it's such a huge thing for those lower clubs and that that can be their big moment. And I really have. Zero sympathy for the Forest players that are having to play an extra game. You know, I love my team, don't get me wrong. But winter breaks are so new, aren't they, in the grand scheme of things? And that they've still got time. I know a few of them have gone off to Dubai for a few days. So I'm sure they're getting a little break. Um, And we're not playing this weekend. I know we've got obviously the midweek in Blackpool. But for me, it's a real positive because it just gives us that extra game time that we so desperately need in terms of working out who no, does and doesn't want um, before the end of January.
1: Yeah, I remember working in Burton at the start of my career, and they drew Man United at home and got a replay, and it effectively bought them a stadium. Really, so mm, yeah, I remember it that. Yeah. yeah, they to took fly. about ten thousand, didn't they, to Old Trafford? Yeah, PK played in the first game, first yeah. game, didn't he? It was in a mud bath, and they, I think, they drew nil nil or something. So, yeah, I'd be, I'd retain replay certainly. Uh, let's say a couple of questions then before we depart. Uh, one from Paul Trenter. Um, First team for Blackpool or keep Brentford in mind, Greg? This is the thing.
2: Like when Gibbs White started last week, and thought, "Oh God!" Like if he gets injured, that's catastrophic for the season. What a risk! But I I think we have to we have to get through against Blackpool. You know, losing out on this mini break that we we've got, uh, we've got to we've got to get a result. So I think we go really strong and then, like, I say, set us up for the Brentford game. What about you, Emily?
0: Yeah, I'm the same. I'd, I'd, um, because my, my idea for the Blackpool game at home was that we start with the starting eleven that we have, and then we start subbing players in the 60th minute. But obviously, it didn't work like that. Um, yeah, I think for our confidence, for our season, um, we need to start really strong because actually, what will it do for our players' confidence if we get tanked at Blackpool again? Um, So I'd rather start strong and then maybe if we can get a a semi-decent lead in that game, then maybe start bringing off the likes of Morgan Gibbs-White and and giving him a little rest.
1: Yeah, there's only like uh, a change up front I might make to give Wood a rest if Origi's fit, or maybe Mm. even start um, Miss Song, who's a young lad who's doing well, but otherwise I'd go pretty strong. If we mix it and match it too too much, I think we'll just have another uh, version of last season on our hands, so... Uh, yeah, I, I think we can go for it. Question from Gary about Lewis O'Brien. Yeah, he's still on the books. He's at Middlesbrough. Mm. He had a terrible injury, which I think has basically ended his season. His Forest career never really got going, unfortunately. Mm. Um, Fergus asking about Elanga's injury being worse than reported. Well, yeah, that's a bit of a rumour, but we'll have to wait uh, and see. But obviously it would be, um, yeah, a big blow if he's certainly out for a while. Uh, I'll just scroll through and see if there's any more uh, buh, 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 buh. This is good audio, isn't it? Nothing from Steve Allen. I keep seeing his, his name. Uh, there is up. one from Steve Allen. <laughs> I was literally about to put that on. Steve Allen, what's Here the weirdest? of going strong <laughs> v Blackpool, then lose to West Ham. We, why do we have to lose to It's West unbelievable. Hats? He'll be going to Blackpool as well, you know. Is that, is, that, is, that Steve,
0: is that your Steve, Greg?
2: He's not my Steve, but it is the Steve, yeah.
0: Ah, shut up, Steve. <laughs> yeah, you've
1: inherited him, yeah. Yeah. Uh, right, I think that covers just about all the bases tonight. Obviously, uh, yeah, no game at the weekend. A few Premier League teams are playing, but not us. We play next week in the second half of the game week. So uh, we shall see how we shape up for Brentford. What's your early thoughts on that game, Greg? Because I know you hate Brentford. Oh, yeah. You know, Thomas Frank just oh,
2: drives me insane. I would love to. They're my tip to go down. They were at the start of the season. I'm going to stick with it. Uh, yeah, it's massive. It's, it's, a, it's a huge game because it's a winnable game. The issue is who they've got coming back for it. There's going to be such a song and dance. I'm just hoping Arsenal come in this week and, and get their star man off them. But uh yeah, we certainly him one. I was devastated at the the game last season. So um yeah, let's just continue our good away
1: form and um and get some in there. Uh Fergus Woodley, wild card in FPL. No, not yet, Fergus. Not That's yet. Too early. I wouldn't. It's too early. We'd wait mm-hmm. for double game weeks and things like that mm. and blank game weeks and we'll see. See what the lay of the land is. Uh yeah, I managed not to take any hits this week. Uh Greg and Luton v. Burnley. What score suits us best? We have to not worry about that, Emily. I mean, I'd say Burnley win if we had to pick one, but well, should we be just be thinking about ourselves? I don't think
0: we worry about that. I think, you know, you can get yourself really stressed and anxious, can't you, if you keep worrying about what other teams are doing. As long as we keep doing the business, we don't need to worry about Luton and Burnley because we've got a cushion on them at the moment, um, barring any FPL deduction. Um, but, yeah, I, yeah I, I don't really care. I don't care at all. And also with regards to Ivan Tony, yeah, let's not worry about him. You know.
2: What? What?
0: I mean, <laughs> I'm not very worried I mean, about him. I mean, who even is he?
2: He'll be in Matt's <laughs> FPL team, no doubt. Oh, no, that's what not. I was gonna say
0: about Ivan Tony. He's the most transferred in player for this game week.
2: Yeah.
0: Is he? So yeah, according to my oh no, I've just been told not quite. He's one of the most transferred players in for this <laughs> FPL game week. Um so that's even more incentive for him to hit a blank.
1: There's a Leicester fan in the background there. Yeah, tell him to pipe down.
0: Just some random guy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I might start an FBL podcast next season. I've sounded someone out, so uh, yeah, as a bit of a a side project. Me, me as the expert.
0: If you, uh, no, do, Matt, actual, actual... if you do, Matt. In all seriousness, if you do, Matt, my other half would be a great guest because he is an FPL nerd, a <laughs> self FPL nerd. So as yeah. am
1: I. It's a very. There you go.
0: You're a match. Man. You're a match made in heaven. <laughs> exactly.
1: Right. If you liked uh, this stream, do us a favour and like and subscribe. 370 people watching. Uh, well, we're not really talking about much at the moment, so very grateful for that. Uh, yeah, do us a favour, like and subscribe, Mike, so you can become a channel member as well now have we had any more questions before we go Uh, no don't think so any other business Greg before we depart
2: Um, I want you to clip that shut up Steve comment from Emily for me (laughs) Uh, just beat the streets it's coming 28th of uh, January it's for an amazing cause to help the homeless in and around Nottingham that I'm sure we've seen is becoming like such a Such a bad thing, worse than ever, so beat the streets on Sunday the 28th, I think it's 15 quid a ticket now, every penny goes towards that great charity and the live music is just brilliant every year, there'll be a big
1: group of us there, so come down if you can. Uh, Someone asked if you've got a day job earlier Greg, and now someone's asking, do you know my cousin Rich Straw, (laughs) it's not a spoof name is it?
2: (laughs) No, yeah, I do actually, but uh, yeah, I'm not, of course I've got, yeah.
0: What you mean? No, you don't just do job. this all day, Greg?
1: Just just <laughs> that? Yeah, I'm very busy always.
2: <laughs> uh, I've had a tough
1: thanks. week.
0: <laughs> oh, Greg!
1: You yeah. went for a walk. I've had a tough week. I went for a walk with you with Milo, your dog, and my wellies flooded, and I had to walk back with <laughs> trench foot for about a mile. <laughs> yeah. uh, thanks to you for becoming a member as well. Emily, anything before we depart?
0: nothing at all i'm gonna go back to my wine so enjoy my friday night i might watch the traitors a bit of the burnley game maybe yeah it's been a pleasure i've I've loved it and i keep forgetting that we're on a live podcast and so maybe that's this thing. has been
1: the most freewheeling um <laughs> podcast that we've done you can tell there's no game at the weekend and we've gone gone all over the shop so yeah thanks for everyone who's been with us uh for the duration last 40 minutes of uh, yeah Largely nonsense. So, uh, very much appreciate your company. We shall be back on Monday with uh, Lewis, get his take on um, FFP and anything that comes out of that. Obviously, Oral Mangala as well, because I know Lewis is his big admirer and want him to play uh, higher up the pitch uh, and certainly beyond the pitch. So, get his thoughts on any potential departure for him. And who else is with us? Temps is the other person and it's a busy week there'll be podcasts basically every day six podcasts next week when there is a lot of stuff to talk about uh so yeah do join us for that emily thank you very much
0: pleasure thanks matt thanks greg
1: back to the wine greg thank you very much cheers everyone see you next time yep see you next time thanks for your company uh have a good weekend everyone and we shall see you soon